This is WTF What the Foot Radio Podcast, the podcast to tune into and learn all about feet in the news, entertainment, sports, and healthcare. You want to know the truth? We will give you the truth. Welcome, everyone. This is Dr. Dennis Timko, the Foot Guy. You are listening to my What the Foot Radio Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to episode six of What the Foot Radio. I'm Dr. Dennis Timko, and I am going to start out by explaining today, and we are going to mimic the popular TV show Extreme Makeover, and we're going to move that bus, Healthcare Edition. On January 1st, 2014, that's what our government is planning on doing to the healthcare system. Obamacare and healthcare reform is planning to begin January 1st, 2014. All the changes that have been made, all the website design that has been produced and refixed and redone is going to be active on January 1st, 2014. So everybody buckle your seats and get ready because we are going to move that bus. Extreme Makeover Healthcare Edition. Coming soon to a theater near you. So anyway, here we go about our healthcare reform. And uh, I want to discuss a little bit about exchanges. And everybody has, I'm sure, heard about the whole finasco about the uh, website that has been down and not working in some states and working in some states, and now they're fixing it and and uh, it's supposedly back up and working again. Well, from personal experience, I have a small business and I have one employee and myself, so two employees, and I thought about uh, offering health care uh, to my employees and. Uh, with the new exchanges coming out, I thought, hey, let's go online and check it out. So when it first came out back in, I believe it was October, um, I went online and, and punched some information and realized that I had to print out some forms, filled out about three pages of forms, and mailed it into the address stated on the website. Uh, I still haven't heard back. It's been about two and a half months later. And then I found out that there is a delay, a one-year delay, in the small business exchanges for healthcare reform. So there's no way for us small businesses to now get onto the exchanges to see how we can save some money and help our employees out and give them affordable healthcare. So these exchanges are basically... Uh, to understand it correctly, there's public exchanges and then there's the business exchange, which has been delayed. So the public exchange is still available and you can still, you know, look look through it and, and see if there's a plan for you. And uh, each state can utilize the governmental plan and go on these public exchanges and uh, or each state can decide to utilize the uh, Medicare, Medicaid uh, option period. So exchanges are basically organizations that are set up to help facilitate uh, purchase of health insurance 
in, uh, in accordance to the um, Patient Protection Affordable Care Act, which is Obamacare. And so everybody has a choice, and these exchanges will be set up in a metal-type pattern like bronze, silver, gold. And so obviously the gold is going to be the more expensive one, but will get you the best benefits and uh, decrease your deductible. But uh, I'm going to go over exchanges in more detail in a different episode. I just wanted to kind of go over uh, and uh, start out our healthcare edition of Move That Bus about a simple thing about the business exchanges being delayed for one year. But I do believe that the exchanges uh, are important and it gives the people the ability to go online and everybody is now utilizing computers and and um, websites to get information and share information. And uh, if it's done properly with the right technology and the right people um, utilizing and making this work, then uh, this should work. But, uh, of course, the government we're playing with here and um, who knows who they're paying for and who's friends with who. And it's not just that who's the best guy for the job, but who's the cheapest and uh, who knows who. So, anyway... Off to our next segment, and uh, kind of wanted to talk about um, something about uh, baseball. And uh, deep to my heart is uh, my New York Yankees, and uh, this is the off season. And uh, I just wanted to kind of share my opinion on the recent. Um, uh, signings. Um, Robinson Cano did leave the Yankees for the Seattle Mariners uh, recently. Um, I, um, you know, being a Yankee fan for many, many years, uh, I grew up uh, with Reggie Jackson and Dave Winfield and so on, and really enjoy how those players uh, stuck with the team um, for long periods of time. It was more loyal um, nowadays, it's like, well, who's going to pay me more? And you got guys like Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, Mariano Rivera. You know, they stuck with the team. They probably could have got a lot more money going to another team. But you know what? Look at the way Mariano Rivera ended his career in New York. How moving that was seeing Andy Pettit and Derek Jeter come up to the mound and give him a big hug. Uh, that was very, very um, interesting. And um, I think more players should decide to stick around their their team that brought them up. So Robinson Cano didn't decide to do that, and he left for a 10-year, $240 million, which is great for him, you know, big money. But he's moving from New York to Seattle, unless you're, you know, a coffee drinker and, you know, you know, throwing that Starbucks in there from Seattle. I mean, you know, what else is there to do in, in Seattle? Maybe the, the weather's, you know, nice in the summertime, but... Um, but uh, but anyway, the, the third highest uh, 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 contract in all baseball, of course, Albert Pujols had a pretty high one. Um, and A Rod, of course, in the the Yankees had one for ten years, two hundred seventy five million. But a second baseman Cano is a good player. He's worth a good amount of money, but not two hundred forty million. And comparison to what the Yankees did do, I really do think that they did an excellent job in recovering, signing uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, Carlos Beltran from our uh, St. Louis Cardinals, and uh, Brian McCann, a catcher. And so if you add up all the salaries 
and the years that we got from three of those guys, 193 million for 15 years, versus Robinson Cano, 240 million for 10 years. So you can see here just the finances alone, the Yankees definitely got the better deal. More years, less money. So in just dollars and cents, very good deal. And I think they'll definitely be much better with three better three good hitters rather than one good hitter. And their lineup turns out to be much better. And they have more money to spend on maybe some pitchers later this year maybe make a trade or two, or next year go out there and get a, a good free agent pitcher. But uh, it's hard these days to keep your players, and um, I hope that the Yankees uh, make the playoffs in 2014. In our next segment, um, I wanted to discuss about uh, search engine optimization, an uh, interesting thing that I am going through myself as I designed my own website, www.feetdoc.com, with the help of my brother hosting it uh, over the last 10 years. I have changed it once or twice, um, but in most recent time, I, I realized that uh, things have really changed, and there's so many companies out there that you can Google SEO and, uh, you know, basically SEO, search engine optimization, is basically everybody pretty much uses Google, Yahoo, or Bing. Google's the number one. So you go into Google and say you need a foot doctor. Okay, so you go into search engine and you say podiatrist and what area you're in. So I'm in St. Louis. I'll say podiatrist St. Louis. And, of course, if you clear out all your cash and do that, it's going to look at the closest area to where your IP address sits. So if you're not in that area, it's going to pick up other doctors in that area. But in the organic section, it's the section that's not highlighted, so it's not a paid ad. Those doctors or those businesses that get those top first pages are paying a company, a search engine optimization company, to fix their back end of their website. So if you go online and just Google, you know, a, a, a company or a product and you'll see, you know, the first page, you know, obviously you're probably not going to go to the second or third or fourth page. It's too much time consuming. So you want to be on that first page. So I contacted a couple of these SEO companies and see how, to see how much they cost and how they do it. So, you know, you can spend anywhere between uh, 300 to $800 a month just to get your name on page one. Now, it might be worth it for somebody that's going to be, you know, doing a lot of business, has a lot of money to waste. But for somebody like me, who solo practice doctor, who has to, you know, save money and, and use my money wisely, I can't just throw away $300 a month on a company that might get me on page one. So this is what they said. One of the things is that they, this company... If I pay them a certain amount, they will provide reviews on Google to increase my ranking and get me on page one. It's one of the things that they do. They do other things with keywords and things like that. But this is what bothered me the most is that I asked, I said, reviews. So you want me to get reviews from my patients that really liked what they saw and I treated them right and I healed their foot and they got better? And then I'll give you those reviews and you put them on. And they said, 
Well, sort of. We have, you know, some fake names and people with some, you know, we can utilize their emails and this and that. We have like a section, a, a, a little area of, of uh, patients or fake patients, as they called it, that will have reviews. And they use this bucket. It's called a bucket of patients or bucket of reviews. And they just utilize these reviews. So I asked the guy, I said, so you're saying you fake the reviews and you put it on. And he kind of didn't really say anything. He kind of answered it kind of roundabout way. But he basically said, well, if you can't beat your competition, you might as well join them. And I said, well, if everybody jumps off the bridge, do you, all, do you also jump off the bridge? I mean, you know, there's, there's some ethics involved in this. And I think, you know, look at somebody's website and you might see, you know, my website, for example, you go on my website and then go on another company's website that's in the same profession and look at the difference. You'll see an obvious big difference in the quality of information that I'm going to have. I mean, look at this podcast. I don't think there's one podiatrist out there that's in solo practice or even a small group practice that has a information uh, technology that I have producing podcasts. So... So I do believe that there's some quality, better quality in my podcast versus some of the other ones. But yet I'm on page three and they're on page one. So what exactly am I doing differently? Well, I'm not spending enough money to these companies is what I'm doing differently. And I'm not abusing the system that people don't know about. So that's the issue. I think there's got to be something done with this. I think there's got to be something closer with Google that shows that, you know, you know, help out these businesses. Show that, okay, everybody's got to be on the same page. And then look at the quality of the company and the quality of care you're getting and the quality of the website. Not just how much did you pay? Oh, you paid 700 a month? Oh, that doctor paid only 300 a month? Well, that doctor that paid 700 gets on page one. That is not fair. So that's what I'm talking about. Well, that's it for the WTF podcast show. Thank you for joining us. For more information on us or our show, check us out at www.eatdoc.com. Ciao.